Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Whitfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Hello, hello, Fearlessly Kind family. This is Kate. I am so excited to be popping in here with episode number three. I'm especially so, so excited about this episode because this episode, in this episode, I got to interview Raquel Farella, who is our very first Fearlessly Kind facilitator, and she is just transforming girl world. Like this woman has hit the ground running. She is doing such incredible work, impacting so many girls. She has two beautiful little girls of her own, and she shares so many pearls of wisdom in this episode about empowering your girls, about getting involved in the girls' empowerment space. Her and I could talk forever. Um, it was really just so wonderful to, to pop in and have this conversation with her. So without further ado, I present you with um, a beautiful episode with Raquela Farella. Okay, well, I am here with the one and only Raquela Farella, our very first Fearlessly Kind facilitator. Raquela, I'm so happy to have you be our very first guest on the Fearlessly Kind podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited that we're kicking this off. Um, Before we dive in, I have some juicy questions for you, but before we get started, can you give everyone a, like a high flyby of who you are and where you're from and what you do? Yeah, of course. So um, my name is Raquela. I'm a mom of two wonderful little girls, one who is turning nine in June and one who just turned six. Um, I work at a high school. I've been working with uh, young students for over 15 years. So I'm very familiar with uh, working with kids of all ages. And right now I'm working as one of your facilitators, uh, trying to change the girl world, one kinder girl at a time. Uh, it's so far <laughs> becoming extremely successful. Uh, and that's, uh, that's who I am. I love working with young kids, especially having two daughters. I felt that it was just my calling. And so right now I think uh, that's who I am. I'm a facilitator, a fearlessly kind facilitator. We have to really emphasize on those two words. <laughs> and uh, that's it. <laughs> No, well, that's wonderful. And I do have to give credit where credit is due. And I tell the story all the time, but this new certification, the Fearlessly Kind certification program has just lit me up in so many ways. And it's one of my most exciting things that I'm working on in the whole world right now. And I have to give credit to you because you found me somehow online years ago. And I did. This- you planted the seed for this whole certification program. And we have now um, 16 facilitators that are out in the world doing amazing things. And it's because of you, because of your emails and (laughs) messages on Instagram being like, okay, when is this certification program happening? So I have to thank you for that and seeing the opportunity here where I didn't for a long time. So big credit to you for that. (laughs) Oh, well, I just, like you said, I just planted the seed. You did the rest of the work. So um, I should thank you because I'm 
in such a happy, fulfilling place in my life right now. Um, so uh, I'm grateful for that, <laughs> for that advertisement or that post that showed up on Instagram because uh, <laughs> I still till this day don't know how I came across your page, but I'm extremely grateful that I did. Well, me too. And especially to see like all the incredible things you're doing and to have such a beautiful friendship with you now after these past several years, I just, I feel so grateful and it really is so wonderful to see your success. Like when I said the other day that I literally cried my eyelashes off with tears of joy, when you called me after hosting your first event, I wasn't kidding. I was so thrilled for you. (laughs) And we will definitely talk a little bit more about that coming up. I have so many questions for you, but I did want to start what what was what what kind of made you get into this girls empowerment space? I know you have a couple little girls and you've worked with girls in schools, but what specifically was it that drew you to wanting to empower girls in this way? So um, my the reason why I wanted to do this actually was because of something traumatic that happened to me in 2017. Um, without going into too much detail, I had just had my baby. I finished my maternity leave and I went to work and unfortunately, it wasn't exactly the most healthiest of environments. I was put in a very toxic situation that unfortunately I could not navigate through. And the experience of getting out of it and just everything that happened in the months that led me to leaving that job, it was the most difficult time in my life. I mean, I'm 40, I've had two children, um, I've, I've seen a lot. I, I didn't grow up like with the easiest childhood. Um, I was bullied. I can go on and on about the reason why, but it was because I realized that I was an adult and I didn't know how to navigate my way through a situation because I didn't have the tools for it. And then having two daughters, it just was a light bulb that went like went out in my mind where I said, I don't ever want my daughters to ever have to experience this without the knowledge of how to get out of situations like this. We all have our power and our power is something that we have to treasure and we have to keep to ourselves. And the minute someone strips you of that power, they take away everything about you, your confidence, uh, which increases your insecurities, everything about who you are, who you were, it suddenly just disappears. And that's what happened to me. And it took uh, months and months of therapy and learning. That's when I dived into more of my spiritual side where I started meditating um, because I realized that I really needed to figure out who I was and what happened and why did I allow um, that specific person to take away my power. And so it was at that moment when I knew I really needed to change something. And then when I got my new post, which was at my high school where I graduated from, Uh, working with the teenagers, I realized something needs to change. It's just, it's very sad to see how many girls are discouraged, very insecure about themselves, the lack of confidence, uh, the, the wanting to drop out of school so easily without wanting to work to get to a better place. And so I, that's when I started a girls club and it was just for fun. And this was before I, I met you. And I saw how even the few little activities and the few um, examples that I was setting and uh, guiding the girls with, I I noticed a change. And that's when I came home and I told my husband, I feel like I just discovered my calling. Mm -hmm. This is what I meant to do. I just don't know where to go from here. And then that's when I just went online and started searching and searching and fate brought me to fearlessly kind, uh, well, fearlessly girl and led me to you and well, the rest is history. So that's my story. The rest is history indeed. Well, I, I mean, you said so many great things 
there. And, and one thing I just, I want to give kudos to you for the fact that you really did the work. I mean, it can be so difficult to kind of face yourself in that way and to really understand why we give away our power and kind of our role in that. And then building ourselves back up, that's not an easy thing to do. And I think, you know, you, you doing the work and putting that in and now you're in such a fantastic place to really lead by example for these girls. So I just, I wanted to pause and give you some kudos there because that's not an easy thing to do, but you. Um, you did it. And what a wonderful example for your own two girls to see their mom, not only kind of facing her demons like that yeah. and really doing the work, but also now turning that into such an incredibly positive thing like for your little girls to see you living your dream now and finding your purpose and going out there and putting yourself out there the way you have um they just have such a wonderful role model in you so I, they're so lucky and they're so cute too by the way thank you well you know I mean my my oldest especially I call her like my little ambassador because she's always by my side <laughs> she's always with me when I'm I'm designing a program or working on a workshop she wants to be involved and I get her involved as much as I can especially on my Instagram page because her heart I feel like it's in, it's in such a good place and she's a good example for a lot of her peers. And so that's why I also encourage her and, and I bring her along with me because I feel like I'm helping her also along the way. And then my little one as well is starting to come around. Um, so, you know, we, we try, we try, like I'm, my girl saw me at my worst and it was, they were the ones that kept saying, mommy, you're always so sad. And that's no. when I realized something has to change. I can't continue being sad because our girls, they, they, they see their moms, their dads, and it reflects on who they are and who they become. And I didn't want uh, that part of me to be an extension of them. Wow. Gosh, that is so powerful. That's so incredible. And um, yeah, and I love seeing the post of your little ones at the events with you. I mean, I can just see down the road them being like full on part of the business with you. <laughs> oh, they're already asking me when they can start running workshops. And I said soon. Maybe we need to do like a junior certification program. Yeah. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> That's what I love. Every time we talk, there's always more ideas that come out of it. Um, but, you know, you shared so candidly about your own struggles. What struggles are you seeing the girls that you're working with now um, really dealing with? Um, Self-esteem issues, the lack yeah. of confidence, the, the inability to see their inner beauty. Mm. The, uh, the need to always have a filter on even in real life. And this is something when oh. I had my workshop and I spoke to the grade sevens and eight girls and I told them, remove the filters online because once you do that online, you can remove them in person. And they weren't quite understanding what I meant. And so I went into more detail. They're always hiding behind the screen and everything yeah. now is behind the screen. And they're so influenced by what, society is painting a girl to look like and a woman to look like that they're forgetting about who they are and so the the amount of the insecurities and the lack of confidence it really breaks my heart because it leads to depression anxiety um uh, you know and in the worst case suicide and we, yeah. you know it, it's not unknown we hear stories about young girls who do take their lives or young boys too because they are so insecure and the amount of bullying that happens especially on screen um, it's just, it's really sad and it breaks my heart. Um, I just wish that our girls could wake up and snap out of it and realize that they're beautiful the way they are and they don't need to filter who they are. 
I love that. That's, that's such a powerful thing to not filter who we are in our daily life as well. Cause there, there is a natural kind of extension from when we're doing that online to then doing that in real life and not showing up authentically and wholly and fully and not even knowing who that is really. Cause we're trying so hard to be somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's, what's been so cool seeing the workshops and things that you're doing, like the activities that you do it kind of really is actionable for the girls. They really get to understand what you mean by these things and what it means to take the filter off and to realize that they're perfectly imperfect and beautiful exactly the way they are. And I always tell them perfection is ugly because perfection doesn't really exist. We define our own version of what perfection is. Mm -hmm. And we need to tell ourselves and remind ourselves that we are each and uniquely perfect in our own individual way. And the only way that you're going to believe that is when you start seeing it. And unfortunately, they're, like I said, it's the filters are becoming too real. They wake up and they, they have to post a picture with a filter. They're in school and they post a picture with a filter. It's everything is filtered. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I wish, like I, I always tell my kids and my students, when I was a teenager, we had to take a picture and wait seven days to get it <laughs> developed. And there, were, there were no filters. So if one eye was open and one eye was closed, that's what you were putting in your frame. And that's what you were going to remember about the day you took that picture. <laughs> and so we didn't have that, yeah. that need to fix and fix and, 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 and like airbrush and change. We didn't know to do that. We didn't think to do that. So I feel like we were probably more confident um, in different ways. I mean, obviously the insecurities, uh, being a girl, it's always there, but it's just, it's, it's progressed into something so toxic um, and it's sad. It's really sad to see. Yeah. And, and toxic is definitely the right word to use there because it is, and it's so young. I mean, kids so young are playing with filters and seeing their face you know, made quote unquote perfect. And then the filter comes off and it's like, it's awful to see what we're kind of programming these young girls with to see themselves, to see like themselves naturally as like being flawed. And um, you're right. When we, when we took pictures and we had to go get it, like begged our parents to go get them developed and, you know, we got what we got and it was definitely one less thing to worry about. So my heart goes out to girls now, especially because the pressure is just so intense. And that's why I truly deeply believe we need more people out there doing this work. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely, I know like for, for a lot of people, there's like a scarcity mindset of like, you know, we don't want competition and other people, but there's so much need right now for this kind of programming for girls they are desperate for it. They're struggling so badly, not just with their body image and the filters, but just like the last two years we've gone through together, you know, it's been so isolating for girls. And, um, you know, you shared online about what that's been like for you as well. And to be kind of coming out of that now, this is such a a powerful time to really get to girls and empower them. And so that's why I love uh, seeing you hit the ground running with the events that you're what you're doing. And um, anyway, I thought it would be a good, a good time for you to maybe share about what are some of the events that you have coming up for girls specifically? So uh, last, so Sunday that passed, I had my uh, fearlessly kind workshop. It was on uh, confidence. So um, the, the reason I started off with confidence is because the amount of um, posts and questions and comments from parents and moms that I got were, are you going to host a workshop about confidence Mm -hmm. the need was the need was there yeah Um, and the fact that it was 
from six years old to uh, 10, 11 years old, it, it was just mind boggling for me because I couldn't believe that at six kids are so insecure and they lack confidence. Yeah. But we also have to remind ourselves that like the generations have changed and now social media, they're more aware. They, they, the resources are on the tip of their fingers on a screen. And so they're exposed to a lot more. And so I started off with confidence. Now my next workshop, which is going to be at the end of April, um, it's called Redefine Nine, and I'm super, super excited about this because um, a woman, another facilitator who I who has um, a, a um, facilitating company as well, like you, she had posted something about we have to change, um, we have to redefine nine. And so I, I looked into it and I said, redefine nine. What does that mean? And and the more I looked into it and the more I did research, I realized that for a young girl, nine years old is probably the most transformative year in their childhood. Mm. For many reasons, they're changing from child to tween. They are prepubescent. They're, the puberty is starting. They're they're detaching from their parents. They're also detaching from their childhood interests and starting to develop other interests. Um, you know, they're starting to compare themselves to other girls. The lack of self confidence, um, the need for self love, and so this this workshop is so important also because i have a nine a daughter who is turning nine mm -hmm. and she recently was being bullied um at school because she's the smallest in the class and it, it this just this week it was very difficult at home she cried every single day because she said because of these boys i don't love who i am i oh. don't like the way that i look because i'm the smallest and so i looked at her and i said your mom is five feet tall and <laughs> I've been doing a job that people criticized me for because I work at a high school as a student supervisor and they told me, well, that's a man's job. And it's 15 plus years that I'm still sticking around and no one's really ever complained about the fact that I'm a woman and five feet tall. So, and I told her, I said, your height should never ever define what you can do. Just because other people think you're too small, it should never ever stop you from wanting to pursue your dreams. And mm -hmm. so um, the idea also behind this workshop is to redefine nine so that our nine-year-olds can navigate all of the changes um, without the uneasy feelings and the insecurities and the overwhelming feeling. I want them to be confident and say, oh, I know we talked about this. So I know I remember the tools that she taught me, what mm -hmm. she told me to do. Um, and so this is it's really, really important. I'm really excited about this. Uh, I also am uh, designing a, a bowling workshop because the amount of bullying that's going on uh, in this age group, it's really, it's terrible. It's hard. And I, it's something that I really, uh, I really want to work on. And then I also have so many other workshops uh, lined up. Uh, <laughs> I want to have a mom and daughter uh, vision board workshop, which I'm really excited about because that, that can be for any age. Yep. It's just a way for moms and daughters to connect and build a vision for their daughter. So their daughters can also, um, you know, dig deep and see what they want to do and who they want to become with the help of their moms because if we're fortunate enough to still have our moms around well our moms are super important not that dads aren't because there may be some situations where there's a dad and the dads are more than welcome to join as well mm -hmm. um, but it's just about the connection you know so That's... those are some of the ones that I'm working on now but there's oh just a few just just a few little things <laughs> yeah just a few little things here and there <laughs> oh that is so fantastic I'm, I'm so excited to watch you just fly I know you're you're gonna just do continue to do such incredible work and you I love that you're incorporating parents like doing parent-daughter events as well because like you say the you know mothers are such a vital part of a girl's 
perception of herself and what she thinks is possible. So do you have any quick tips off the top of your head for ways that, that moms can really empower their daughters through these challenging times? Yeah, so uh, we have to we have to keep in mind that the past two years have been um, pretty hard on everyone. And we often forget that our children are impacted uh, in a different way. They may be more silent. They may not be as verbal as we are. I mean, as adults, we can easily say how the pandemic was terrible. It was so hard and the masks were bothersome and this and that. But our kids, oftentimes, they just see how we react and they just kind of follow suit. A lot mm -hmm. of times they don't really talk about how they feel. So we need to really start talking to our children, especially now that things are starting to get a little bit better. And so my advice, especially uh, to moms for their daughters, it's your daughter is an extension of your heart, your mind, and your soul. The love you feel for, the love that you feed her on a daily basis um, is the love that she's gonna send out to the universe and the love that she's going to give herself. Mm. So if we're kind to ourselves, to our minds, our souls, our hearts, our being, that's what your daughter is going to grow to become. And so my advice is, we always, like every post I write, it's about being fearlessly kind. We need to do that as well as moms to teach our daughters to become that. Because if we can be fearless and we can be kind, then our daughters are going to be, they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. So mm. just be present, talk to your daughter, have those hard conversations, let, let out a good cry. I've had many good cries with my daughter because she's had a rough day, but I let her have a good cry. We wipe the tears, we hug it out and she goes to bed and tomorrow's a new day. So oh that's, my goodness. that's what I truly wish for all moms and daughters. Wow. That is, that's truly beautiful. That's so, um, that's so incredible that she gets to see you and learn from your example of like feeling your feelings and, and not being afraid to go there and then hugging it out. And tomorrow's a new day. It's a fresh start. It's like, it's a, that's very beautiful. I'm super excited to see you dive really more into that space of doing work with parents and daughters as well, because I think parents do struggle with how to be there for their, cause like, you know, when we turn a certain age, it's not like we have all our problems figured out, you know, we yeah. still have our own insecurities and self-esteem issues and things like that. But for you to be able to empower moms to empower their girls, I think is a really beautiful, a really beautiful thing. So I'm so excited to hear about all the amazing events that you have coming up. And so thank you for sharing the, you know, your, your future vision for, for what it is you're doing. Is there anything like big, cause I love big visions, big goals, big ideas. Do you have like a big giant vision for this work you're doing in the world that you could share with us? Or is that something that you might want to keep secret for now? <laughs> well, right now my mind is like, it's like a huge vision board right now. I, I have <laughs> so many ideas. Um, it, it just, I, in, I live in a, a big city. I live in Montreal. So there are a lot of people, there are a lot of children, there are a lot of girls. We don't have any of this in my city. And so the idea is I'm, I want to bring this to the city and it's not about a competition. It's so if we have more facilitators, I want to create a hype tribe. Like it's my new favorite word. I want a hype tribe where we can work together so that we can allow our girls to create their own hype tribes, their own oh. peer squads, their own sisterhoods. Because at the end of the day, when you become a teenager, your best friend, your girlfriend is who you're going to rely on. When you're a child, it's your mother. When you're a little older, it may be your sister. Uh, when you're an adult, I mean, it, it's, it's a little bit of everybody. It's sometimes your mother, sometimes your best friend, sometimes your sister. And so we, like my vision is just to bring this into the city and just to bring awareness and just 
I don't know, just, I just want to make it something really special. Um, and so right now, like I said, my mind is just a vision board of so many ideas. But once <laughs> I have my idea set in stone, I'll definitely, um, I'll definitely share with you. I in love the it. Conversation. I love it. I mean, and that's, what's so exciting about this space is just how many opportunities are out there and how many different avenues that, um, you know, we can pursue. Like I'm, I just launched the build your dream girls empowerment biz bootcamp and just kind of piloting it with a small group of women right now. And I know you're in that group, but the reason I felt so called to do that was because they're really like, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, there's just so much opportunity in this space. And I was laying out all the different options from girls groups to workshops, to school programs, to even group coaching, parent daughter events. I mean, it, the opportunities are truly endless and the opportunity for really making a giant impact on girls and not only girls, but I mean, doing this work and starting your own businesses and having a new stream of income from doing this, because I do believe that you should be compensated for doing great work out in the world. And this work is so needed and transformational. And it's, it's really just so exciting to, you know, see you the very first kind of facilitator that, um, I've gotten to work with throughout this process and see you hitting the ground running and see you kind of really stepping into this new role and really having such a beautiful impact on not only your daughters, the girls that you work with, but like just girls in your community. I mean, I can just, I'm so excited to fast forward a year from now and just see, see the massive in impact that you've been able to have. And um, anyway, so it just, it makes me so happy to, to hear what that, the, the vision board that's kind of, you know, in progress right now, but just to kind of um, branch off from that, what advice do you have? Because I get so many emails from women wanting to get into this space. What advice do you have for other women wanting to start a girls empowerment business or side hustle or start running programs in their school or community? Just do it. Start off small. Like I did. It was an idea that I started at my high school. Everybody loved it. The kids loved it. Um, and I did it and it was just an idea branched off into a bigger idea and I made it come to life. And then, like you said, I did the hard work. I did the research. I, I wanted to see the need for it. I asked around, I spoke to moms, I spoke to young girls, and then I reached out to you. Um, it, it all starts with just, just doing that first step is just doing it. And it, it's overwhelming. And there were times where I thought this was not going to work out. Um, the need is there, but people are scared. Everybody is People are just too comfortable. And the minute you propose an idea that's going to change something, people back off and they get scared. But in my mind, I knew that this was something that it wasn't about being scared. It was something that was desperately needed in the community for our girls. And it doesn't matter how old they are because I have friends in the, in their, that, that are in their 20s and are messaging me. And so on another workshop that I have in mind is I wanna do an empower workshop for women for uh, mm -hmm. older, uh, at, like for women in their 20s and women my age, because I feel like we didn't have that opportunity growing up and it will benefit us tremendously if we also, because if we have daughters, so we learn who we are. And look, I, I'm 40 and I'm still discovering and figuring out who I am, but I'm at a place where I think I figured it out and I, it just, it's never too late. So my advice is just go for it, just do it. No matter how scary the thought is, you have to try because if you don't try, you'll never know. And we shouldn't live our life with the question marks and uncertainties and what ifs. Do it so that you know if it works and if it doesn't, well, push harder to make it work. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. 
And that's just advice I give to my girls all the time. It's like, don't give up. Don't give up on, on, on trying. Don't give up on something. I always tell my young girls is don't give up on your daydreams. And they look at me like, what do you mean? I said, daydreaming is actually really, really important part of your childhood because all those daydreams and all those thoughts are the moments where you're resting your brain and you're focusing on yourself. And those are like the little stepping stones of your childhood and your teenagehood that are going to lead you to your future. And so, and that's the same thing for, for women who want to start this business It's just, just try, just do it one step at a time. That's what I did. And I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm at such a good place. That's so wonderful. I love that. Don't quit your daydream. I was always the one looking out of the windows in my classroom at school, just daydreaming. About well, my dad my used to always business. tell me, you're such a, a, a dreamer. You're a dreamer because I would always have these ideas and he would say, I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know, I like to dream. I have ideas and my mind, it's like a generator. It's always generating a new idea. Mm -hmm. But once I find something that I'm committed to, I, I get annoying and I don't stop <laughs> until like I see it come to life. Just like this, this was something that I never thought I would be doing, but I'm glad that it, it, it like, you know, I'm glad that I went through the experiences that I did so that it led me here. Yeah. I'm so glad too. And I mean, I know what you mean by that persistence because I kept getting the emails from you. Yeah. <laughs> be persistent, girls. Be persistent. Don't give up. And then uh, finally I was like, oh my gosh, like even if it's just you that goes through this program, I need to create it just, just so you have it. So I don't keep getting the emails. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But it's, it's honestly, I'm, you know, I, I'm so thankful and so grateful that, you know, I got to be on the receiving end of that determination and action because now seeing the ripple effects of that and seeing all the girls that you've been able to impact and the other facilitators getting out there and, and starting their girls empowerment journeys and dreams and living them out. It's, um, it truly is one of it, it fills my heart up so much. And just hearing the joy in your voice after doing a workshop or an event with a group of girls, I know what that feels like. I mean, I spent 15 years out there doing that with girls. And so to now be able to pass that torch onto you and to be able to celebrate with you in those moments, because there's nothing more transformational than at the end of a summit or a workshop when girls come up to you and with tears in their eyes and they're telling you like, well, now I love myself. Now I think I'm beautiful. Now I think I'm powerful. Now I, you know, I can forgive myself. I can forgive my friends. Like all of those beautiful experiences that you get, you get to facilitate for these girls and, and to kind of be at the end of a presentation and just take all that in. It's, it really is such a beautiful thing. And so I'm so thankful to you now getting to be in this position that I'm in now to be able to relive those moments through you and our other facilitators. I think it's just, honestly, it's just magic. And I want all of you to be even more successful than I've ever been. Like I want you to kind of take the foundation of fearlessly girl and fearlessly kind and just build on it 10 times more, you know, yeah. and you're definitely, that's, that's absolutely what you're doing in the path that you're on. So, um, anyway, to, to start to wrap up, cause you and I, I know we could talk all day. Where <laughs> can people find you? How can they find out more about you? Where can, where can we direct them? So, uh, my main social media page that I use is Instagram. I feel like it's uh, best in terms of networking. So they can check me out at fearlessly kind girl underscore facilitator. Um, I also have um, the website that uh, you created and they can check me out over there. We're going to be updating some more workshops. 
Um, so the webpage is, let me just, uh, it's fearlesslygirl.com. And then if you look under the facilitators, I'll be listed uh, over there. And that's it. And if anybody wants to contact me, I will always be available. I'm always answering questions. Um, and I'm here, like I said, to change the girl world one kinder girl at a time. I love that. I love it so much. And I will put all of your links in the show notes. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, just pop into the show notes and I will link um, everyone directly to your Instagram page and also to your facilitator page on fearlesslygirl.com. There's also a contact form on there so people can email you or they can direct message you. But guys, I'm telling you, if you have a tween daughter, a teen daughter, Raquela is the the one, <laughs> the one to really help and empower her and inspire her and and also for the upcoming parent daughter events as well and I know you post everything on Instagram so people can kind of keep up with you there so anyway Raquel thank you so much for everything for really lighting the fire in me for this whole journey and being the very first guest of the fearlessly kind podcast that definitely seemed so fitting so um any final words final yeah, thoughts well, I just want to say thank you to you um I know you often give me credit for for pursuing like for pushing to do this but I just want to thank you because um I tell I speak so highly of you and I tell everybody you're like a mentor to me and I think oh. every girl needs to have a girl in their life who is a mentor and I feel like that I have many different types of mentors but you you've been one that that I truly like I, I'm so grateful that we've connected so mm. I want the world to know that if it wasn't because of you, I would not be in this place and I would not be helping their daughters. So. Oh, well, thank you so much, Raquel. That's just, it's so lovely to hear. I have goosebumps all over. I'm just, I'm so grateful for our friendship and to, you know, be able to cheer you on and celebrate all of your massive wins that you've already have and that you'll continue to have. So thank you so much. And um find Raquel on, on Instagram and I will see you on the podcast next week. Thanks so much, Raquel, for being our very Thank first you. guest. Okay. So there you have it. I don't know about you, but I always feel so inspired after a conversation with her. She just has so many beautiful pearls of wisdom and she's out there really doing the work in every possible way. So um, I'm just so grateful to have her be a part of the Fearlessly Kind community and to share her with all of you. And if you have little girls, teen girls, um, please check out Raquel's Instagram page. I'm going to link everything in the show notes below. And uh, I just want to thank you again for tuning in. This is a brand new podcast. So I just really appreciate so much you um, you joining in and being a part of building this with us. And if you have anybody that you think might benefit from this episode, then please, please, please do share. And if you have a spare minute or two, subscribing to this podcast really does help us out as well as leaving a review. So if you are um, so inclined to do that, I'd so appreciate it. And you can check out more information about the certification program and all of our other you know kind of school programs and things like that as well at fearlesslygirl.com I'm going to link everything below and if you have any suggestions of guests or topics or any questions you have for me or the fearlessly kind facilitators um, please do uh, send an email send a dm on Instagram and let us know because I really do want this to be a beautiful community that we all grow together and create a kinder girl world together. So thanks again so much and I will see you next week.